Kia, today in the studio we have Rick Brown, who's an actor, improviser. He's been in multiple improvised productions that have played both in the Melbourne Fringe, Melbourne Comedy Festival, and he's here to talk about his new show, Rocky the Third. So thanks for joining us. No, thanks for having me. You guys are tops. <laughs> tops. Squeeze me in. Squeezed you in. Got me in out of the cold. Couldn't oh, be happier. I could sit in here for outside. hours. Yes. I mean, I can't, legally, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I've got to get out of here. Um, so tell us a little bit about your show. It's a Shakespeare, Rocky Balboa situation. It is. I've taken the sort of the story of Rocky the Third. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's uh, it's a very powerful piece of work. Cinematic classic. It is a cinematic yeah. classic. It really is. I like to think it's the peak of the Rocky story arc. <laughs> the ro- yeah. It, it's definitely the most Shakespearean of all the sh- of all the Rockies. Yes. When I was watching it, I thought, you know what? This would make an amazing uh, Shakespearean production. And I thought, who can do that? I can. I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> um, so I took those those themes, those epic sort of dramatic story um, adventures. That that Rocky goes on, and uh, and I just sort of applied the Shakespearean inspiration to it, and sort to see what would happen. And I was very satisfied with the results. <laughs> You're like, I, I thought, amaze me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave myself a very very firm but fair pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> well done, sir. Well I done. said in the quiet of my own home, like most writers. Yeah, in the mirror, in the dark. <laughs> so you've done a lot of improv, and do you find that like that helps being an actor? Do you find that you're a lot more fearless on stage, or yeah, it certainly help? it certainly means you can leap onto stage with uh with very little worries. Um, yeah. It's, it's and no research. You can just oh, do improvising it. is it is lit. <laughs> um, honestly, if you're ever out there and you're thinking acting seems Almost too hard sometimes. Yeah. Try improv. I don't um, once you get over the fear, uh, you can really just walk off the streets onto a stage and do your thing, yeah. which I frequently do. Yeah. Again, not legally. I just wander in <laughs> until someone kicks me out. Um, I'm, I mean, I did like improv. Have you heard of like improv conspiracy? They do like yeah, they, yes. yeah, they are great. They're, so, do you do long form or short form? I do improv? both. Yeah, I've done both. I mean, I've been improvising for about twenty years. If you haven't wow. covered all the forms after twenty years, you've you've really been hiding away. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a favourite? Uh, it depends on your mood because sometimes so long form is more like narrative based. Yeah, well, it's it's just longer stories, longer. and so you can really in, you get into the characters and follow yeah. the journey and and have a lot more fun and sink into it and um, have things coming back and so it's, it's satisfying in that way but I always find it's good to have the balance like if you're only doing long form you start to think oh, I wouldn't mind to do a bit of short form stuff mm. just for that quick punchy mm. fix where you can just get out there and the stories are there and then they're gone but if you're only doing short form that starts to feel a little bit fast food after a while you know you're not getting that, oh, that narrative yeah. nutrition so I, uh, there's, there's definitely room for a bit of both but there's time for a bit of a dirty burger short form <laughs> dirty uh, but every now and then you want a nice wholesome meal of long form yeah. you know True, yeah. true. I'm giving you metaphors, guys. I'm I know, I love that. Beautiful. Narrative nutrition. Shakespearean. <laughs> that's yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> so with the sort of like the amalgamation of both Shakespeare and Rocky, how does that work? Is it more Shakespearean in terms of the narrative? It's or a lot more it? it's a lot more of a Shakespearean production than a Rocky, Rocky. production. I've okay, uh, just okay. taken that sort of the themes and the and the the journey, I guess, the story of Rocky, and I've just given it the full Shakespearean filter. Um, okay, yeah. okay. Because um, I, I really thought that would be, when I was thinking about Rocky, he's kind of famously inarticulate. Um, you know, that's Sylvester Stallone. Mm. And I thought, imagine 
Imagine Imagine. what that'd be like. As uh, what's the most eloquent form we can find in my mind? That was Shakespeare. I thought it'd be nice to see what Rocky would say if he had this Shakespearean abilities to just cut loose on a soliloquy instead of just hearing him grunt, (laughs) uh, grunt and bleed. What if we actually heard what was going on inside of Rocky's mind in these powerful moments? Because uh, all the Rocky fans out there know Rocky Three is jam packed with some powerful moments. There's love. There's death. There's betrayal. There's hubris. There's so much to sink your teeth into. If Shakespeare had thought of Rocky, he would have written Rocky. I can tell you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He would have directed Creed. And that is what Rick Brown is for. Exactly. Yeah. So you're a teacher as well. What's that like teaching improv with kids that are just starting out? How do you find that? I've taught improv to all... I've taught to primary school, to uh, secondary school. Do you find there's a difference, like when you're teaching little kids (laughs) to improv? Yeah, yeah. And even different year levels, like if you go into a high school and you're teaching year nines, you're going to prepare yourself differently than if you're teaching year sevens because they're just at different stages of life. And um, exactly, and it's it's um, teaching improv. You have to allow people to be in a vulnerable place because it's a very vulnerable art form. You've got to be willing to fail. You've got to be willing to throw ideas out there and not judge them before you throw them out there, which is a very hard thing to ask you know young people to do. They're very guarded about what they're going to reveal because they sometimes they feel like they're revealing things about themselves when they're improvising because they're just coming up with stuff on the spot. So allowing people to feel comfortable to fail in those environments and to not feel judged is kind of half the battle when you're teaching younger people. Getting adults used to failing happily Mm. is the biggest hurdle, I think, in teaching improv uh, because we're so used to, I guess, beating ourselves up when we fail or if if we're not getting things right. We're trying to get things right all the time. So improv is kind of saying, what if we just got things wrong a lot? That'd be something. Mm. (laughs) Life is improv. Yeah. Oh, we're improvising right now, guys. Learning to lie. No. <laughs> no, we don't. You guys are doing a great job. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> Go on, see. Old Nicole here. <laughs> no. It's Nick. It's Nick. Oh, <laughs> uh, just a running joke of getting my name wrong. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's bullying, guys. It's bullying. It's bullying. Thanks. It's I'm bullying. glad someone called it out. Yeah. It's about time. Oh, hey, I'm, uh, it's I'm character building. fresh eyes. I'm here with fresh eyes <laughs> and I'm just saying what I'm seeing, guys. Oh. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so you're going to be performing as part of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's a cute little festival. Get on down. It's a cute, <laughs> yeah, just a small one. Yeah. You heard of it? It's a little festival that could. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be huge. We've got to support it. We've got to support it while yeah. we can. Get on the ground floor, everyone. Yeah. And so, whereabouts are you going to be performing? It's going to be on at the Butterfly Club. Beautiful. Uh, if you've never been there, you should. It's delightful. We actually just had we a We just big, had a review yeah. that was for a show that was at the Butterfly Club. And it's a very cool venue. It's like little little secrets yeah, passage it's ways. lovely yeah and yeah. it's jam-packed full of little bits and pieces it's kind of like they're hoarders but they're very good at um yeah. sort of laying it out yeah. so you don't feel like you're in the presence of hoarders you feel yeah. like you're in the presence of very Cold. very strategic hoarders, hoarders. yes yeah. very um i'm trying to think of the word can't improv fail trendy uh, yes <laughs> very trendy interior designers yeah. who've got a lot of stuff and yeah, don't yeah. like dusting yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, you can okay. spend most of your time in the it, just sort of looking at stuff on the walls, and sometimes you miss the show. And you, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> we hope not. That's so <laughs> I love places that have like random stuff like on the ceiling. They're like yeah. that's a trademark of a hipster place. Oh They're like, yeah, a yeah. Is like also a toothbrush, a light on yeah. the ceiling. Okay, cool. <laughs> ceiling ephemera. That's yeah. your that's your ephemera. niche. And lastly, I just wanted to ask, who are your biggest comedy influences? Would you say? Oh, comedy influences. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I know I start. 
started out as a young star. I don't know if, if you kids would remember Jerry Lewis. He, he was always on yeah. the TV when I was growing up. The midday movies were always Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. And I was really taken with his outrageous facial expressions and hilarious voices. And that sort of launched me, made me uh, get interested in the world of comedy. But these days, you know, there's so many good improvising comedians who have sort of made it big. Your Tina Fey's, yeah. your Steve Carell's, all of those sort of American jokers. They're always good, but there's just, there's stand-ups and there's so much to feast on now with your Netflix and your stands. I mean, I don't advocate one over the other, but you can stream anywhere. And there's just new faces coming out all the time and old faces reappearing just for the fun of it. Saw a Ray Romano special the other day. Stop. He was on Ellen as well. I was Uh, like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just an adorable special that he just put on Netflix. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend that as well. I mean, I can't. I'm not advertising. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying I watched it and I liked it. I'm just one guy. Um, oh, that's so funny. So, you'll be performing from, let me just get it up here. Hold on. 25th of March. 25th. I think that's in my head. Yes. There you go. I know, because I've got the countdown. To the 31st of March. Yeah, 25th of March. And some of you might be thinking, wait, that's just before the Comedy Festival. Sure, my season starts two days before the Comedy Festival. And you've always been ahead of your time. So, my, why is that? Why is it starting? Oh, the Butterfly Club just likes to make their own rules. <laughs> They're like, come, be part of the Comedy Festival. We decide when the Comedy Festival starts. It starts now. And I'm like, sure, that's... <laughs> Uh, but I don't mind. I don't play by anyone's rules. I Who mean, are you I... excited to see for the Comedy Fest as well? I haven't even seen the program. I've been too busy rehearsing <laughs> like an idiot. Um, and um... I am the program. <laughs> I'll also be performing in about 12 other improv shows. Oh, um, I perform in an improv Shakespeare show as well. Uh, oh, fantastic. Which was a good tool uh, when I was writing Rocky the Third. I God. used my ability to make ideas. up Shakespearean-style language. <laughs> it came in very handy. Yes, me... uh, So I'll be performing in Soothe Players, which is an improv Shakespeare company in Melbourne. To great shows. We're at the Trades Hall sometime in April. Um, yes. So oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, easy. Do you want to hear all the other shows? I can, I can yeah, probably yeah. start. Yeah, let's go. I'm in Late Night let's Impro with Impro Melbourne. You. That's the weekends at the Town Hall. I'll also be performing a live podcast recording every Monday night at the Imperial Hotel. Oh, How about beautiful. this? It's called How About This, the live podcast. You can also catch me in Spontaneous Broadway, where we make up Broadway musicals. That's at Campari House, the first two weeks of the Comedy Festival. Pretty much, if you don't accidentally see me at the Comedy Festival... <laughs> It's like you've been oh. deliberately trying to avoid me. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it on purpose. <laughs> yes. Right. Hate. Um, but the only one where I'm not improvising is Rocky the Third. That's where I actually sat down and wrote a play. I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I will be coming to see you. Oh, go on. And so will Nicole. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> she's like gonna murder you after this interview. Will be there. Yes. Yes, Nicola. Just uh, yeah, Nicola. I'll put just for our listeners out there. Nick, yeah. there we go. Yeah. There you so go. the twenty fifth to the thirty first of March at the Butterfly Club. Beautiful. And where can we find you on social media? On social media? Look, I'm, I'm not as yeah, on oh, social media. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, More of a flyer guy? Yeah. No, no. I mean, where, where, would you, where would you recommend that people find me? Like, if you were thinking he should have something here, where would be the best places for me to be? I'm going to learn from you. I would say Facebook. Mm-hmm. I would say Twitter. I would say Instagram. But I imagine we can find you also on Melbourne International Comedy we'll Festival's to, yeah, website to, too. Oh, absolutely. You got a Melbourne Comedy Festival. Festival, I'm all over it. I've just told you. I mean, I'm in Every, about 50% well, of the shows at the festival. <laughs> yeah. I said you were the guide, and then I'm like, that's true. There's truth to that. 
Yes. Apologies to any of the shows that I forgot that I'm in and didn't mention. They're oh, like, he mentioned cool. every show except mine. Oh, God. I do apologise if you're listening and I forgot to mention you. You're you know. going to even making some calls after this. Yeah. Like, sorry, guys. Um, well, yeah, guys, you know who you are. Okay. You know who you are. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for sheltering me from the cold, uh, oh. cold night out there. Our pleasure. Mm, not a problem.